Hi, my name is Trinity French, and I'm one half of the coaching duo here at Wired to Change. That's with the number two. We help you get to the life of a small business owner and enjoy that life every single day. And I'm missing my main squeeze, my work husband, my life work partner, Mike Manning. He is on hiatus today, enjoying a nice hurricane party down in Dustin, Florida. So we'll give him a shout out. And he's much better at these intros than I am, but I am much better at introducing the one, the only, the very, 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 very special guest, Miss Micah Parrott. How are Hi. you today? I'm awesome. Good. I'm so excited you're here. I am too. It feels like girls day. I love it. And um, for those of you that do not know Micah, um, you probably should because I would mm-hmm. say you are incredibly well connected in the community and you do a lot of networking. Mm-hmm. I do. And you have a lot of fun fans and subscribers and followers of all of the different endeavors that you're a part of. And one of your newest endeavors, which is Micah's Sweets and Treats, Mm -hmm. you brought me cookies today. I did. And I'm so excited. I'm going to eat one of these cookies while we're sitting here. Please do. I'm going to. I want you to eat Mike's cookie first, since Uh. I had no idea he wasn't going to be here. And he didn't even text me back when I texted him this morning. Well, he's had very spotty reception, so we'll (laughs) give him a little pass. But I don't know. Um, So... Let's start first with a little bit about you. Tell us about, so one, your husband Tash Mm -hmm. is um, very gifted. We almost had him do our wedding Mm -hmm. and then we had to cut our budget, which sucked. And now, of course, it's the one thing that I'm like, dang, that would have been really cool to have. Mm -hmm. And what I'm talking about is he does wedding paintings live at weddings. He does. Which is super cool. And, you know, we wanted the wedding that had all the, like, bells and whistles and stuff that nobody else has. And I thought that was such an awesome concept. But my husband, so I'd known about you and knew you guys, but my husband found him on LinkedIn. Mm. Yes. Which was kind of crazy because he's, like, sending me Tasha's information. And I'm like, (laughs) wait a second. (laughs) I recognize that name. So that's how we found you. It was on um, a LinkedIn I think it might have even been just a regular post. It may have I don't been. think it was even an ad or anything. Well, and LinkedIn is kind of like the redheaded stepchild. We hop on that thing, for, you know, maybe once every two weeks. We just cannot get uh, a lot of traction in there because we don't have a lot of, we just don't have a lot of time. Yeah. To spend, so I'm so thankful someone found us. That makes me feel yes. good on LinkedIn. <laughs> we found, that's how I found you was on LinkedIn. That's and awesome. I'm going to say hi to my husband, Scott. Hi, baby. Hey, baby. Um, He listens to every episode. And so how did IWP Photography start? Because that's one of your businesses. And as you guys get to know Mike about it, you're going to understand that she, like myself, just has to have her hand in pretty much everything. I think I can be branded a serial entrepreneur now. Yes. Because I have more than three. Wow. So, yeah. So, uh, so... IWP photography came out of Tesh's dreams. He's always wanted to be an artist. Uh, When I met him in 2000, uh, he loved to photograph weddings, and I had that network built, and I was able to get us some weddings, you know, just as Mm -hmm. Micah and Tesh. It was no business, really. It was just something fun we did on the weekends. And the more we progressed in our uh, engagement and uh, 
wedding and marriage and all of that good stuff, it just, it was more and more something we loved to do. And I think that was part of the attraction of bringing us into that special event was because it was so fun for us too. And so it wasn't just about the business. It was about just being part of that event. Yeah. And so he was an engineer by education, but just hated it, hated every minute of it. He managed people and hated that. That was a drag. And he just, you know, wanted to be an artist so bad. And so when I came home to have our son, we were about six months in. Ian was about six months old. And I was like, I can't go to the mall one more time, strolling in with, you know, the girls that are half my age having babies. <laughs> I need to be selling something. And I said, why don't we start a company and uh, IWP Photography and uh, just see where it goes. You know, we can do, we know when you're traveling, so we can do weddings whenever you're not traveling. And so that was December of 2018. And on inauguration day, I'm sorry, 2008. And on inauguration day, literally 2009, he got a call from his company and they were doing a massive layoff and he didn't even know it was happening. And so, uh, you know, we never looked back. We th I, I really considered it a gift from God that um, it had happened because we had nowhere to go. And, and obviously in that time frame, it was a huge recession. Right. And it was just a terrible time. And what did we do? We responded by starting our own business. So fortunately, we never looked back. We kept the lights on. We've really managed to grow a really cool business. Uh, Tesh evolved into not only photographing weddings, but then he went to headshots, then he went to events, corporate events. And uh, then on the other, then to do even more in the event industry, he started doing the live painting. Yeah. And so those are really cool too. I have absolutely nothing to do with those though. Absolutely nothing. You wouldn't want to see. <laughs> I used to say you wouldn't want to see anything I would paint, but now I paint cookies. So that's kind of fun. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a very interesting journey that I'm sure we'll talk about. But that's how we got started. We really had nowhere to go. So we had to make it work. That's, I think that that's more common for entrepreneurs that they have an idea, they start getting, you know, their feet wet and then something happens that pushes them into the deep end and it's sink or swim yep. at that point because either you're going to make the business work or is he going to go back and get another engineering job that he's going to be miserable in for the next 20 years until he retires? I mean, right. that sounds terrible. Yeah. So I'm glad that that happened to him and that he was able to fully launch the photography business. Mm -hmm. So what part did you play in that? Were you operations? Were you like, what was your role in the photography business? Initially, I was the back end. So I was the toilet cleaner. I was the you know, QuickBooks operator. Uh, I was the salesperson. Uh, I became the face of the business through mm -hmm. all of that. And that's where all of that networking came uh, into. I mean, I, I did everything but uh, photograph the events. He was the talent. I was the manager. And then I started learning from him how to photograph events and started actually shooting my own. Uh, smaller weddings, uh, events like birthday parties and things like that. And then a few corporate companies that I still work with today uh, when they have events or when they did have events. Uh, so I missed that. But uh, 
it really evolved for me on mm-hmm. that end. But I truly was the face. He is one of the biggest introverts you'll ever meet until you get to know him. And then he just won't shut up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, truly, he is very introverted. And, and he, he says that, you know, sales is not his thing. But he's really good at sales, too. But on the computer. You know, he right. can email you. If he can email you and sell it. That's fine, but if you want to meet him, it's he flips it to me, and it's just, you know, he doesn't like to be out there. But that that makes sense. Yeah. Would you say that you have automated or replaced the things that you that you were doing, or as you've moved into your other um, uh, ventures, or are you still doing all of it and your new ventures? Tesh is slowly picking up some of the things that I do, but it's, I'm still very much involved. Uh, I still handle all of the QuickBooks and, uh, you know, do the introductions. Bless your stinking heart. (laughs) My God. I'm so, you know, I, I, I hate COVID just like the next guy. I I just, I really, uh, I really truly do. But with the growth of Micah Sweets and Treats, if I had to also network in person, he would have to be doing some of that by now anyways. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's either going to be, you know, me or him it, because we're, it's just us. We're yeah. the dynamic duo. Well, I'm excited about the sweets and treats mm. and we're going to get to that because I'm going to okay. eat one of these stinking cookies. <laughs> I'm like over here drooling. But what are your other ventures that you have going on? Because you mentioned you have three or four different. Well, so. IWP Photography uh, is the photography business, and mm-hmm. then we have the Tesha's Live Wedding and Event Paintings yep. uh, for uh, anything painting-related. And I don't want to forget to tell you that you can have one of your favorite wedding photographs actually painted by Tesh as an oh. anniversary gift, which I know is coming up. It's bizarre that you've been yeah. married almost a year. I know. It's flown by. Yeah, our anniversary is um, on the 27th. Oh, my and gosh. So 10 days. Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, wow. So you could actually have him paint from one of the photographs. But so he does that. But then he also has his gallery, Tesh's Fine Art. And through uh, this time where the photography side got very quiet, he actually created a page on Fine Art America that has to be managed now. And uh, all of his artwork is on Fine Art America. And you can purchase that and they print it professionally, whether you want it on a piece of paper as a print or you want it on a canvas. Uh, So that's uh, something else that we're doing. So I'm still managing Tesh as the photographer, Tesh as the live event artist, and then Tesh as the national award winning artist as well. So all of that. And then forget I'm a mom and right. You know, handling everything else with the house. And yeah. And then you decided (laughs) you weren't busy enough. Yes. And that you needed something else to do. So how in the heck do you manage all of that and the sweets and treats? Well, I think a couple of years ago, I was really struggling with just, I felt like I was working for Tesh. Mm -hmm. It became, I was working for Tesh because it's all I talked about was Tesh, 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 Tesh. And not that that's a bad thing. Uh, but I needed something of my own. I had built this company, you know, this entity, uh, and it was basically, you know, 2020 was supposed to be that year that just truly 
could go on autopilot. We could go on autopilot forever. It was like I couldn't take a vacation without the phones it's not ringing for weeks after we came back. You know, I was always in it. I had to be in it all day long, every day right. for it to work. And it really felt like 2020 was going to be that year that we could put it on autopilot. And we'd created that great book of clients. Um, we knew when the calls were going to come in for the events. We knew what events we were going to have. We knew who we were going to target to get new events. And uh, COVID, uh, yeah. just, that's just my little, you know, destroyed 2020 story um, of COVID. But I didn't intend to, it wasn't in line with you know, trying to, uh, when was I going to start it or that sort of thing. But there is an adopted granny uh, down in Louisiana who adopted me many years ago. We call her Granny B. And I had been talking to her about, you know, I just need something else. I need something of my own. What does that mean? What does that look like? I went and received my certification for meeting planning because mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be uh, a corporate meeting planner. Mm-hmm. I was looking at taking a job with a international company and I was going to travel. I was going to be, you know, flying to Sweden and, and anywhere I wanted to go, I could go anywhere. They had events all over the world and I just had to go on the calendar and check a date that I wanted to be gone. And I was going to go do all of that and everything. And then all of a sudden that was, I mean, that just the break, I, Every break that could hit was hit. There was just all of a sudden everything dried up. It went away. Yeah. And it was just like the door was closed completely. So I knew that God had something else in mind. And so I was chatting with Granny, and Granny's a big believer in God. She just thinks that he's going to work it out. Yeah. Work it out. And so she said, you know, I just, I'm going to think about this. And, and I said, okay, well, I've got to go bake some cookies. Or I don't even, I really honestly don't even remember how it happened anymore. But a couple of days later, she said, you know, I want you to come in and bake those cookies for me. Um, and I want them to be for me and my girlfriend for an LSU football game. So I want them to be uh, decorative. And I was like, why? Why do you want me to do them? Go down. To- <laughs> I don't know how to do any of that. I don't have a. I don't have a cookie cutter that looks like a football. I don't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have any of that. Right. I cannot draw a straight line with a ruler, and that's just been my mantra my whole life. I don't have any of that. I burn chocolate chip cookies. I, you know, it, at this point, um, I'm burning chocolate chip cookies. My cakes are crooked. It just is just so bizarre that she wants me to do this. She said, "No, I want you to do them." And I was like, okay. So I went online and I purchased cookie cutters and I baked these cookies. And this was October of 2018. And I sent them down to Louisiana and they were a huge hit with all of our girlfriends. And I started getting orders for them. And then I started showing them to other friends. And they were like, well, can you bake this? Can you bake that? And it just took off. I mean, it was just absolutely wild. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. And I love being in my kitchen. I yeah. I'd, I'd always did. I loved cooking, but as far as baking, that really wasn't my thing. But from time to time, I would uh, explore baking a particular cake or that sort of thing. So it wasn't that I'd never done anything, but I'm, I promise you, before October of 2018, I burned every chocolate chip cookie I ever made. It was awful. But now I have the best in town. I promise. 
That's amazing. <laughs> so how did you go from this is something that is sort of a hobby to creating it into a business? I had to. I was getting so much business that I had to I had to I had to either make it a business or I had to stop. I just I I don't know any other way. Yeah, it's right? an amazing I problem mean, to have. It is. And I don't know any other way. It's either, you know, can I say balls to the wall? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's either balls to the wall or I I can't sell this anymore because I I don't know a happy medium. I don't know mm-hmm. a hobby. I'm not a hobby baker. Right. right. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? You bake like once a month. I don't understand that. Yeah. So I, and I love hobby bakers. Don't get me wrong, but that's not who I am. I'm in it to win it. Bottom line. And I made a plan. I mean, this, all of this stuff just came to me and I made a plan and I put it out there. And I mean, it is running wild. It is just crazy. I mean, have I'm, you, are you still doing all the baking yourself or have you, you are, but I'm looking for someone part-time. Okay. Yes. Putting it out there. I need Listen, someone. Listeners, <laughs> Micah is ready to bring somebody on. That's exciting it stuff. Is, it is. I'm really nervous about the holidays if I don't have somebody to help me because I'm already, I would say three out of the past five weeks, I've been up till one, two o'clock in the morning decorating cookies uh for orders so if I just had you know somebody come in part-time and help me out that would be such a blessing that knew how to uh ice cookies and and that sort of thing it's hard to teach somebody that you know yeah I'd rather have somebody with some experience I'm looking at these and they're absolutely adorable thank you and um I am not a hobby baker I am a bake out of necessity baker (laughs) So, you know, because I'll commit to something like, oh, I'm going to throw this, you know, sip and see or bridal shower or whatever it is. And then I always make these over the top cupcakes and everyone is frosted individually and they all have, you know, different designs and different like every cupcake are all in the same color scheme, but they all have to look different. Mm. And and they're super pretty and I'll put pearls on them and just make them, you know, like. Are you available Super? for the holidays? No, because it takes me forever, forever. I mean, it probably takes me like six hours to make one thing of cupcakes wow. because of all the frosting. and mm-hmm. the. So I'm looking at these and I'm like, dang, that is a lot. I mean, I don't think people realize how much work it is. There is a lot. And your handwriting on these cookies is immaculate. You are so funny. That's it. I, it's so hard for me to take compliments and to hear people say things like that. If you saw the chicken scratch that I wrote, I honestly, working on these cookies, my handwriting has actually gotten better. Oh, I'm and, sure. Uh, but before it looked like a, you know, three-year-old. It was awful. So Well, everyone needs to put in their 10,000 hours and get to you. get to what they're really good at. That's true. That's true. Have you read the book So Good They Can't Ignore You? I haven't. Oh, it's so good. I think it's like Cal New Newport or something okay. that wrote it. Um, really good book. And it's all about the 10,000 hour philosophy and how people do not um, just wake up one day and find out that they, you know, if you always think that you have a passion for something, people wonder why. Well, I'm passionate about animals and then I go in and I d- become a vet. And then they're miserable and they actually hate everything about being a veterinarian. Right. But then you have people that 
um, like with coaching, I love it and I'm super passionate about it, but that's not something that I grew up going, oh, I'm going to be super passionate about being a coach. I became passionate about it because I got good at it. Mm. And then it became a passion and it's really fun because I found out that I'm better at it than most people are. Mm -hmm. So that makes you in higher demand. So the whole book is just such an interesting premise on how to reprogram our brains and how even with baking, how it was something that you were kind of like, eh, but then as you did it and you're getting better and better and better and better at it, Mm -hmm. then it becomes a true passion and a labor of love because you actually enjoy doing it because you're having these amazing results. I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted to the whole process i'm addicted to the compliments and i it there is a euphoria that an artist not my husband but i know he experiences he doesn't talk about it but i know he experiences it a euphoria that you go into and uh you it's a place where you don't hear anything you don't feel anything you're just there and Everything is peaceful and calm. It's a funny story. So peaceful and calm that I was sitting there decorating cookies. Uh, I think it was Monday night. And all of a sudden, the house alarm went off. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. And the alarm went off. And I think it actually was going off for a second or two before I even heard it. And... (laughs) It jarred me so, I mean, it was just a, it was just a fluke. It wasn't anybody trying to break in or anything, but it jarred me in such a way that it snapped me out of it. And I realized I'm, I gotta be, I might need somebody to be awake when I'm here. Doing this <laughs> because God only knows what can happen if I'm in my euphoria You're land in your zone. and I'm in my zone and, and something crazy happens. So, um, it was just a, a fluke that the alarm went off, but uh, it uh, it was really funny. I had to run upstairs and get Tesh because it just bothered me so quickly um, because I I just I don't it had it been something bad happening. I guess I wouldn't have even heard it. So right. you know I'm just in the zone. So man, I'm telling you that place is priceless. It is priceless. I I just I was told that there was such a place, and I was like, mm-hmm, "You're smoking something while you're doing that too, aren't you?" Um, <laughs> but I'm not smoking anything, and I've found it, and it's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything art related that gives me that release, but when I'm writing, I definitely will go to that mm, place of. That's nice of just like when everything just is flowing and it mm-hmm. feels like and nothing's penetrating it, through no, that and it's just your, you're yeah. just kind of you're just you're, in the flow yes. and you're just getting it done oh. and it's just everything's mm-hmm. coming out right mm-hmm. and then yeah. there's the days that I can't come up with a single word to write sure. so that's always fun sure I think that just <laughs> makes it when it does happen that much sweeter. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> so I love and adore that you are so active within BNI and um, aren't you in a women's networking group as well? Uh, so yes, two yeah. or three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is your top piece of advice for other women entrepreneurs who are looking to become better networkers? You have to do it. 
I think a lot of people talk about wanting to do it, but I don't know that they move through with it. And you have to follow up. You can't just stand around and be a wallflower at these things. Uh, you've got to uh, either determine who it is that you want to meet and make sure mm-hmm. that you don't leave until you meet them. Yep. Or you've got to collect five business cards before you go, uh, introduce yourself, uh, whatever it is. If it's that hard for you um, or you're brand new and you don't know how to get started, those are the things that you need to do to get yourself out there so you can meet these smaller goals and it just makes you stronger as you continue on with the networking, as you grow. Yeah. And one of the keys with networking and the thing that I think you're really good at is remembering people and then connecting them in ways that helps each of them. It might not necessarily mm-hmm. be like, oh, this person's a you know perfect referral for you right now, but I think you're going to enjoy getting to know this person and just being that connector that puts and pairs people together mm-hmm. and gets people excited to be in the same place. I mean, I know every time that you come visit our BNI group, Business Networking International, you just bring energy and you're all excited and we're mm-hmm. always trying to steal you into our group, even <laughs> though you won't ever come. That's okay. That's okay. I know that you love your group and they love you, but... Someday, someday. There's an energy in your group, though, that is just, it really is uh, exactly what, you know, you need to be and I to be. Yeah. And uh, I just love the camaraderie in your group and the connections that y'all have. I really do. Oh, we were meeting today and we were making such fun of old Mike. Oh, no. That's his nickname in our group is old Mike. (laughs) (laughs) We have old Mike and young Mike and old Mike gets a lot of shade thrown his way. (laughs) I know. He handles it well, though. We, I was teasing about him today that he's in Florida because that's where old people go to die. <laughs> so he's going to listen to this episode and be like, what the heck were you guys talking about today? That's where yes, old Mike, to we die. were making fun of you pretty hardcore. Get out, Mike, get out, come home. So as a woman in business, what would you say is the the hardest obstacle for you versus some like um being in a man's world well i think i'm my biggest competition right Mm -hmm. um i i feel like if anybody's going to get in my way it's going to be me whether it's i got in my way to allow them to uh, make me feel like i wasn't good enough or whatever that's that's me that's all me and so I wake up in the morning and I'm the one who has to say, you know, nobody's going to get in my way and steal my sunshine today. And I think laying that groundwork, you have to, you do have to be strong uh, sometimes because there is that good old boy network sometimes mm-hmm. that we have to get through. Uh, sometimes you get through them and sometimes you don't. Uh, and that's okay too. It just depends on at the end of the day, if they know that you're just not going to take any crap and you're going to do the best job regardless of whether you're a woman, a man, or whatever, um, you're going to get it done. Do you get many cookie orders from men? Mm, not too many. Uh, a few. Yeah. I think a few. they should do, like, anniversary cookies for their wives. Absolutely. And, you know, Valentine's Absolutely. Day cookies. Absolutely. I think they probably don't order 
necessarily from me because, uh, or, you know, for cookies, uh, because they think in their mind, A, that it takes a really long time. Mm-hmm. And they're usually like the day before <laughs> <laughs> trying to come up with something. I don't know, but I can help you. I just want you to know, guy, I can help you. Even if it's the day before, I can fix something very nice for you. <laughs> that would, that's the complete opposite in my relationship. Scott's had my anniversary present like probably Aww. wrapped and ready to go for six months. And Aww. I'm sitting here going, oh, 10 days that I have to <laughs> figure something out. I have to get it. Yeah, well, so. this has been a lot of fun. I'm excited to continue our conversation. Okay. Um, I have a whole list here of fun questions for I see you. Them. So for our listeners out there in listener land, you definitely have to come back and listen to Mike and I as we explore the pains, the struggles, and the pure joy that comes from being a woman in business. Absolutely. And also, if you are interested in finding her, you can go out. I was stalking your Instagram page. Oh. And like I said earlier, I'm really hungry. So I was looking at all these cookies and I'm like, oh, they look absolutely delicious. But you can find her on Instagram under Micah's Sweets and Treats. Mm-hmm. You're also yes. on, you have a really nice Facebook page. Thank so you. they can find you there. Um, are there any other places that people should be following you? So they can go to my website, which is micahsweetsandtreats.com, uh, and they can sign up for my newsletter. I am that person that will leap over furniture or furniture to delete a newsletter. I've never liked them. The ones that go on and on and on, I can't take it. However, mine is full of images that for the cookies that are coming up for the next month. So especially now, Ooh. it's really cool to see my newsletter. It's short and sweet, full of video or full of photos though. Uh, of uh, the cookies that I'm going to be making, say, for Halloween, Thanksgiving. Nice. Yes, the holidays are upon us, and I'm so yes, excited. Yes, they are. Yes. I'm going to probably gain another 10 pounds uh, with all these it's snacks. It's all good. But it's all good, baby. Um, it's, at least it's fun pounds. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this has been awesome. And if you want to find us, Mike and I are all over the place, but we would love an email from you, info at wiredtochange.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on LinkedIn. And, of course, you can always find us here wherever you are listening. And we would appreciate if you would go out, like, subscribe, rate, and review because your feedback and support of our podcast is what makes it happen. Yep. And we really appreciate all of our listeners. And we look forward to seeing you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.